Hi, I'm Kate. Hi, I'm Usma, and we are two moms out to save the world. My friend Kate is a passionate woman teaching women about sovereignty. And my friend Uzma is passionate about how to survive as a mom after the kids have grown and flown. Together, we want to break societal norms and bring a new perspective to life and the world around us. Join us as we create an alternate perspective for a richer life and better relations. We are two two moms out out to save the world. (laughs) Hey, good morning, Uzma. Good morning, Kate. How are you? I'm good. And everybody, welcome to Two Moms Save the World. Today, it is just, not just, it is Kate and Uzma. Um, and it is it is a round of, I have no idea what Uzma wants to talk about. Exactly. Sprites, first I want to know, how was your morning? <laughs> oh, my morning was good, except it was negative two degrees outside. So literally, I think I walked my dogs like a hundred feet. I'm like, this is all you're getting until later when it's a little sunnier and not negative two degrees outside. Yeah. So it's cold. It is cold. Yeah. I need to go outside for a walk, but it's about to be a snowstorm here. So how much snow? Same thing. Um, I I don't know how much snow we're going to get, but I found out there's going to be a snowstorm because my mom called me and told me you're getting a snowstorm because I haven't had time to look at the weather yet because I've been doing all my morning rituals and my routines. And my, one of my daughters is here from out of town. So, you know, when that happens, oh, it's, fun. Just, it's exciting because the regular mundane routine is not there where you get up, you have your coffee, you go to your office or you do your routine stuff. There's somebody else there to have another conversation and yeah. stay up late. And then you eat better food because they're here. You know, you want to take them out or cook special things. So, oh yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whenever my daughter's around, I'm like, let's make popcorn and watch a movie. Yeah, we do that too. Yeah. But, you know, that, I try to and make that's her, I try, Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I try to make her favorite things or, you know, <laughs> bake different things, just different things. Cause when she comes, because she's really bad, she, she's a good cook, but you know, when they live on their own, they're really bad about making their favorite foods just for themselves. Yeah. You know, so, and then, and then I cook it and I freeze it. So I cook double and then they take it on the plane back. So they have food for the next week or two. So, oh, yeah. Well, TSA, TSA lets you do that. Um, you can put it if it's frozen. Oh, then I put on my carry on and I take it with, with me or she puts it on a carry on and everything, you know, like I do that with my other daughter and her husband too. Like whenever I visit them or they come and visit, I have tons of Tupperware. I put them in like two people portions. So it's like one meal. Yeah. And then they, and I freeze it all like about 10 containers. Like I'm cooking like a mad woman. If I know they're coming or visiting, or if I have extra food, then I'll freeze that and put it in the freezer. So when they come, I've already got a stack ready to just, I mean, I've had TSA like swab down food that I've brought into the airport. So it freaks me out. Okay. Well, well, you know what? I brought um, jelly and peanut butter. And they maybe put it in my suitcase. And I said, peanut butter, jelly. They said, yes, peanut butter and jelly sauce. I understand. Cause it's a liquid Yeah, jelly and peanut butter. They also scan. So you have to be careful of that too, but frozen, they always let us go. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. See, I learned yeah. something from you today. Exactly. Well, so yeah. I'm excited to see what we're going to talk about. Ooh, today I want to talk about limited beliefs. So I want to know a limited belief that you have, because in my weekly group, 
um, coaching that I have after my course, we always have some topic that we talk about to dive deeper in. And we were talking about limited beliefs and I thought, oh my gosh. So I researched a little bit on the computer and um, there was an article about six questions you need to ask to help you along with your limited beliefs. So I don't know whose questions they are. So if you're like, I've heard it, this is this person's, I'm just saying it now, I got it off the internet. So if it's the same thing as you've heard, it is what it is. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So um, limited beliefs, they hold us back. They yeah. don't let us move forward. They keep us stuck. And we've talked about stuck being stuck on other episodes as well. Yeah. Right? And well, it's funny. Ahead. You just said that the way you said it being stuck on other episodes, right? Because that's what happens, right? We get, we're stuck on episodes of our life. Ooh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we can't go, move forward to the next right. episode. So it's just like, you know, this is us. I'm going crazy that I have to wait three weeks before the next episode. I, right. And yeah. <laughs> so you have to get rid of your blocks before you can get to the good part. That's right. Right. And find out what's next in your life. I believe that hundred percent. Yeah, me too. Uh, I have you know, we've talked about this before, but I've learned how to get unstuck and we've talked about how we love it. Life is awesome. Once you learn how to get stuck and you believe you can get unstuck, ah, it just makes you so happy. Like you're unstoppable. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. Every time I hear the word stuck, I get excited. Yeah, me too. Right. So let me ask you, what is a limited belief that you have? Okay. So, I I mean, I've had many that I've, you you know, and, and I think we always think like, oh, Cause I'm saying this right now, I've had these limiting beliefs that I feel like I've moved past, but I, I, I feel like we, we clear some of it, but, but they still still come up. Right. So it's not something that you're like, Oh, I believe this. And now I don't. Right. Because it's you're you have to unprogram yourself. So it does, it's not something that happens overnight. Um, so I know I have some limiting beliefs that I feel like I've cleared, but I probably haven't. So um, a limiting belief that I can, that we can work with here is um, I am not an expert. Okay. It's funny that you say that because when I look at you and I hear everything you do, I think you are such an expert and I follow you as like, oh my gosh, she knows what to do. Is that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She says all the right things. Her, you know, her Facebook group is awesome. She is the expert. That's how I look at you. So I look at you the same way. Isn't it? So isn't that funny? Like, I feel like, you know, everything, like whenever I ask you a question or I'm like, Hey, Kate, you know, the answer just like this. Boom, boom, boom. So I make that shit up all the time. No, No, but I'm like, if anyone, if I have any questions about anything, I know I can ask Kate and she knows and you say it with such confidence that that's it really. Right. Like if I can just project confidence, it doesn't matter what I say. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know, I also want to go back to limited beliefs, how, you know, you say you've, you know, you're working through it. I think you always work through it. I think it just gets less and less. It does, but it's all, I I feel like, like, it's like a resident. It's like fucking soap scum. It's always there. Yeah. Right. You might clear most of it, but there's always a little bit of soap scum. So let me ask you, when will the scopes soap scum, scum become, it's a tongue twister, soap scum <laughs> become all clear and you can wash your hands of it? Like what would be that point in your life where you would feel, what would validate? 
what would validate it. Yeah. Um, where you would be like, I am an expert. Uh, you know what? I, it's interesting. Cause I, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I'm not an expert on one hand, but then I, there's evidence that I am an expert on the other hand, but I do feel like, you know, you always, you just always have that residue of, okay, like somebody does know more than you. Right. So I guess the definition of expert needs to be identified. Somebody will always know more than us. Right. Exactly. But that's part of a limiting belief is that I am not an expert, but you are an expert, you know, to somebody. Yeah. I, th- I think on the scale, you're right in the middle. Like you've passed through, I'm not an expert and you're going through, I am an expert. You're just right in the middle. Yeah. You know, you can bounce either way, depending on what you're thinking and what your mind is thinking. That but I still have those days where I wake up and I don't want to work in my business because I'm like, oh, what am I even talking about? <laughs> right. That happens to me so often. <laughs> I, 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 was like, I wake up and like, who am I? What am I here for? People don't really care. It's just me trying to keep myself busy because right. <laughs> there's nothing else, you know, <laughs> then it takes a couple of days where I hate to be, you know, on Facebook or I hate to work and I just piddle around and I'm like, I go back to it. The passion comes back, right? Yeah. It It just just comes back. You're you, cause you know, you know, this is what I meant to do people. Like all those people who are following me, like you found me for a reason because you were supposed to find me. And what I am saying to most of you is stuff that you need to hear. Yeah. So why do you think we lose that passion? You think it's a limited belief? that comes up. Yeah. We yeah. lose the passion and then it comes back again. So we're going back and forth with what we really believe in. Because we don't live linear, li- talk about tongue, <laughs> tongue twister, soap scum, yeah, today, today, yeah. linearly, right? We, we think we do because time is linear, but it's not really. So when things come up for you, it's your life is more like a spiral, right? So you keep coming back to those things. So you're like, oh, okay, I've mastered this. I've mastered this. I mastered this. I mastered this. Oh, there it is again. Right. But it might not be as intense as it was before. So I feel like we go through these spirals of, of, um, I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about this. Uh, I'm stuck. I have this belief that I still can't get, um, at work through or not. It's not completely gone yet. Do you think it also could be a leap into another, like, dimension or another reality also because that's why you like you know are confused in the beginning and you lose that passion because you've leaped yeah well yeah like so um I feel like something that's come up for me lately that I find really interesting is things that I thought I wanted I don't really want like when I I consciously sit you know in my closet (laughs) And I, I'm really trying to get in the energy of where I want to go with my life, right? And I things that I think I want, I try to to feel them, but I don't. Okay. But other things that I'm like, wait, do I really want this? And I do feel it energetically. So I guess, yeah, I, th- I feel like sometimes we force ourselves because we think there's things we're supposed to be passionate about right? That makes sense to us for whatever reason, but we're really not. Does that make sense? That does make sense to me. Yeah. It's interesting. 
Okay, so then back to the question. Yeah. What would make you say, I am an expert? What thing in your life would it have to be like, you have to be on stage, you've written books, mm. your, your Facebook is 10K? I think being on stage, that's something that's come up for me a couple times is, yeah, I think me standing on stage. And, and I guess the interesting thing about, because everything's interesting to me, right? The interesting thing about that is, would it really... Like when I am up there on stage, because it will happen, will I feel different, right? Will I feel, yeah. will I remember this conversation? Yeah. Well, will I have arrived, right? I so call like me. <laughs> okay. I will call you. <laughs> you okay. on stage and be like, girl, there you are. <laughs> Go back and listen to this podcast. Exactly. I will remember that. Okay. So there are some questions, you know, when you have this limited belief, yeah. there's some questions that you need to ask yourself to get over it, or at least to start working on it, right. To get rid of it. So, um, think about how you feel you're not an expert or you're worried about that. And how are you feeling right now when you think about that? Oh, right now I'm in a good space. So I, I feel like, you know, when I feel like I'm not an expert is when I see people who I feel like are above me per se, or on a higher level than I am. And I want to be there. And that's when I don't feel like an expert people that I feel like have ascended more than I have. Um, yeah, that's, that's really when I don't feel like an expert. Yeah. So self-doubt, fear, yeah. confidence, all of that. You see, yeah. like, I do the same thing. Whatever they're saying is what I say and what I do. How come they're up there and I'm not? Yeah. I don't know that I think about how, how come they're up there or not. What comes to mind how did they get there? is what are they doing in their marketing? Yeah, how right? they get there? Yeah. <laughs> and should I be doing that? Should my email list be bigger? Should, you know, all the shoulds, like, you know, I, I, I project all the things that I think that they're doing that I'm not doing. That makes me not an expert. And it happens to me and probably happens to you is like when they start saying the same things that you say there, you know, cause there's so many experts now that you're an expert yeah. that you listen to them and you're like, that's exactly what I say. That's exactly what I say. So you're trying to always find people who are saying things that you don't say anymore. And there's not a lot of them. Yeah. You know, um, and, and I think that's something in being an entrepreneur that I, I went through and I, I feel like I'm coming out of it more. And I'm sure you've gone through is just watching people in a similar space and comparing yourself. Yes. Right. Um, and, and I, I was in all these Facebook groups. I was doing all these challenges because I was like, I need to know what they're doing. What are yeah. they doing that I'm not doing? What are they doing? That's different. There's and that's when I think I started feeling like an expert more when I'm like, oh my God, I say the same thing just differently. And that's kind of the point of a lot of this, right? Is, is the, the way you talk will attract certain people to yeah, you. Yeah. Cause everybody gets attracted to different types of people and different types of teaching. Yeah. So um, let's see. The next question would be, um, Okay. So you, you already, you already went through the process of picking out your one limited belief. Cause a lot of people have two or three. I've got a lot of oh, them. Right. Okay. So <laughs> do you want me to rattle them off? No, 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 no. That's fine. Because the thing is that like, when you first think about it, there's always two or three that are really stuck in your mind. So I would, you know, the next question would be like, what is one of them? Pick one of them. So if yeah. you're going through the process, you would ask yourself, what are three or four 
that are bothering me. And let me just focus on one right now. Cause you don't want to focus on all three at once. You want to go one by one so that you're focused and not multitasking and having all these different ideas. Well, let so, me ask you a question. When you yeah. were doing this in your group the other day, how were you able with these women to pick out their limiting beliefs? Because a lot of people don't know they have them. Well, we went back into childhood Mm-hmm. And we've been having conversations for weeks. Gotcha. So I remembered what we they had talked about. You know, I can't do this. You know, right. my friends had said this. My parents have said this. So we kind yeah. of pulled out from past conversations. Yeah. So, you know, you pick your thought and um, you think, why am I thinking it? Why am I thinking this? So why are you thinking you're not an expert? That would be the next question. You know, just self-doubt, right? And 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 in this this world of social media, like, you know, maybe although I learned a lot of what I know through social media and, and the access that we have to each other, but maybe if I was this person without all of this, I would feel like an expert because I wouldn't be able to access so many people in this space, right? Does that make sense? Um, that makes no sense. Yeah. So just, there's just more access, which is good in one, um, you know, there's a lot there. I can write a whole list of pros and cons to why it's good and bad. You know, I feel like there's a lot of people out there that, that prey emotionally on, on people to get them in, you know, coaching programs and things like that. And, um, I mean, I've, yeah, I've experienced stuff like that. Um, but, but having access to just groups of people that are, you know, like-minded and that are where you want to be is just so amazing. So maybe if I didn't see like that next person that I'm like, Oh, look at that person, look at what they're doing. If I didn't have that access, I wouldn't feel so much doubt. Yeah. But same thing, like, you know, with COVID we're all at home now. So we're screening out people that don't serve us in our own everyday lives. Right. So your friend circle has gotten smaller. Whereas when we were being social, it was like everybody and everything. And so all those gossips and talks and things that didn't serve us were all coming into our life. See, my friend circle got bigger. My, so my online circle got bigger and my, 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 well, that's what I'm thinking about. Like because of COVID, my online and, but my online is more like with my like-minded people. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. That, and that's what I, why I think, you know, like th- things happen for a reason. And I, I believe as horrible as COVID was like people died, although, you know, death is another one of those things that we have a perception about. Right. Um, is it, it's like, it was the great stillness. Yeah. Right. Everybody had to stop what they were doing and they had time and they're like, God, I have, I have this time now, like I actually have to think about stuff instead of just running on this autopilot. Um, So this great stillness happened and we kind of realized that if we're going to get, you know, to continue to grow as people and be social, it's going to have to be online. But we were able to find like such amazing um, friends that resonated more with us than just the people on your street or the people you went to high school with. Awesome. Yeah. So in this line of figuring out, you know, how to help yourself doubt, doubt, how does it, it, we say, how does it make you feel when you feel self-doubt and not confidence? 
That would be another question. Yeah. It doesn't make me feel good at all. It, you know, it, it, it starts that downward spiral, right? When I don't feel confident, when I don't feel good, when I feel like I'm not an expert and I'm a fraud, right? Because really going deeper in what is that limiting belief and what are those words that come out? Like, who am I to talk about this? Right. Um, it just makes, it makes me feel bad pretty much about every aspect of my life. So it seeps into everything. It does seep into everything. Do you yeah. find that as well? I do. Yeah. That once you feel bad about one thing, it's just like going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. I'm a victim and nobody looks right. Nothing seems like, why am I doing this? You know, yes. so you kind of have to pull yourself up. So what next question, what can um, you do instead of thinking like that? How can you get yourself out of that rabbit hole by thinking what? Oh, um, positive affirmations, right? Like I, and, and you and I have talked about this, like I wake up in the morning and the minute, like my eyes might not be open, but when I'm awake, I start positive affirmations mm -hmm. in my mind, because if I don't, I know that my mind will start wandering to negative places. Um, so I, uh, positive affirmations, a lot, a lot of meditation. Um, and, and the, the T word again, trusting that this is the path that I am supposed to be walking <clears throat> is kind of what helps pull me out of it. Um, I still have a lot of lim limiting beliefs in probably other areas that I maybe not don't want to talk about. Right. Cause yeah. we don't necessarily, and not that I'm hiding no, them yeah. everybody, but you know, there's things exactly. that, that we have that we don't always bring up. Um, but this is the process that you would go through on your own. Yeah. Like no, asking I like yourself these questions. Yeah. These are great. You need to post these because it's a great journal. I'll put prompts. It, yeah, I'll put it in the show notes also. Yeah. And the last one would be what action can I take to feel the way I want to feel? Ooh, visualization. Right? Like seeing myself on stage as the expert. Yeah. And also self-talk. Like I say, you know, like whenever I'm like, what am I doing this for? I'm like, oh my gosh, look at where I was two years ago. Or look at how many Facebook followers I have. Or, you know, go so scroll down. How many evidence? Yeah. How many lives have I done? Like I can refurbish my lives for the next three years. Yeah. You know? well, and, and when you get those thoughts through your head, under like I think understanding how your mind works is critical to getting over your, your limiting beliefs as well. So, so just educating yourself, like, you know, and, and I know I've said this, you, we like at least 95% or yeah, like the decisions we make, the way we move through life is 90, at least 95% based on just past programming. It's just stuff we do on autopilot because we've, you know, just our programming, just the way we have lived or, or our limiting beliefs, right? Like what our parents have said to us, what we know to be true, like the evil eye that you talked about. Yeah, exactly. Right. And it's really about, you know, your limited beliefs are thoughts that you can change. It's all about your mindset. And if you want to, and so many of us, we just, we just push it aside. Oh, that's a limited belief. Like, I'll give you an example. Like my daughter, she's scared of clowns. And on her first, uh, yeah, well, but on her first, <laughs> on her first birthday, we had this big clown and she freaked out. And I didn't realize that it was the clown that she was freaking. I just thought she was one year old having a bad mood or whatever. Right. So her second birthday, I did it again. She cried. <laughs> her, 
<laughs> she cried the whole birthday. So she is so scared of clowns, you know, and I allowed her, or at least she allowed herself to constantly be scared of clowns. Like she can't look at clowns. She can't watch movies with clowns on her um, 18th birthday. Her friend said, asked her sister, what should we get her for her birthday? And she said, surprise her with a clown. So she opened up a box and there was a clown in there and she threw it across the room and cried the whole evening. So she's very scared. And I, and I keep on telling her, you have to change your mindset. You have to change your mindset, you know, and she, you know, so that the clown, maybe her family needs to stop sending her clowns. (laughs) I don't know, but but I'm just saying that it's all about her mind. If she would sit, it's a limited belief that I'm scared of clowns. So all her life growing up, she's scared of clowns. But if she told herself clowns are just nothing, I'm not scared. Right. then maybe she would have adjusted. So that's what we do. We tell ourselves our entire life, like she's told herself, you know, we even said when she has a baby, we're going to bring a clown in the room. So that baby pops out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, well, so so she's labor go programmed. By exactly. Yeah, and that's programming. what limited beliefs do. They program yeah. us. Like our kids yeah. say, our parents say, don't do this or don't cross the road or, you know, the evil eye, like you're talking about, you know, that people, if you say anything that people are going to, you know, knock it down because that evil eye is going to make your good things happen. So you don't tell anyone good that's happening in your life. Yeah. I'll give you a really good one. Like growing up, I, um, I didn't do well in math and, and my, my dad would get frustrated with me trying to help me with my math homework and yell at me. Um, my dad doesn't listen to my podcast. And if he does, I love you, dad, but you know, you did that. And, and my mom was like, Oh, maybe, you know, so you're just not smart in math. You know, some people aren't right. So, so when we hear that stuff in childhood, those, those become limiting beliefs for us growing up. Cause I was always like, I suck in math or, and I couldn't do like basic math problems, not because I didn't know, because my mind was preventing me because I'd been told I wasn't good at doing this. So I would just freeze up. Um, so yeah, so that's a good one. I should have said that one. That's, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. Right. So it just keeps us stuck. Number one, Yeah, we can't move forward and it messes up our whole life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unless you sit and you say, okay, I'm going to go through this process. I'm going to let it go. And the most important thing is to let it go because you're never living the best version of you if you allow these limited beliefs to take over. Because what you do is you take these limited beliefs and you give them to your kids. Yeah. And then it just becomes generational. And then yeah. everybody's thinking this thing. And then someday one kid will backfire and be like, why are you saying that? Oh, because my great grandmother said it and it worked or she said it. And, we're, and they're like, what? Yeah. hundred years ago, you're still following the same thing. And then they break <laughs> it, you know? Yes. But in the back of their mind, they still have it because you've said it. The minute you say it, you put it in your kids' minds. Program them. Yeah, yeah it's in their exactly. subconscious. And where we exactly. run 95% of the time on our subconscious or our, exactly. our unconscious messaging. Yeah. Exactly. So crazy shit. Yeah. So cool. how do you feel about your limited belief? I'm feeling better about it. But yeah. it is amazing that these things come up and and you you feel like I, I feel like a lot of times people are um are stuck and they don't want to get unstuck because it's too uncomfortable to get unstuck because we're more comfortable living in our misery than, than the alternative, because the alternative of being unstuck and living like an amazing life is so unknown. We know our misery better. Yes. But I have to say change is hard. And if you want to change, you have to know it's going to be hard. Everything you do in life, that's a limiting belief. It doesn't have to be hard. Yes. 
right? You can change and it doesn't have to be hard. You can right now say, I choose to be happy. That's not hard. No. Right? Exactly. Or I choose not to be scared of clowns. Or I, that's harder. That <laughs> one is hard. Okay. So I'm going to go through the process one more time, just in case, because yes. we did a little bit of talking. Okay. So think about how you feel right now. Mm-hmm. And then think about three limited beliefs that come to your mind. And then the next one would be pick one of those because we're not going to pick all three. We're going to pick one. And this is going to be a process. So if something comes up in your limited beliefs that is blocking you or keeping you stuck, then make sure that you go through this process. Okay. Pick your one thought. Mm -hmm. And um, why am I thinking about this? What is bringing up? What is making you think about it? How is it making you feel? Uh, what can I do to stop this feeling? And what can I think of something instead of that? And the last one would be what actions can I take to feel the way I want to feel? Oh, that's yeah. I love that. I love all those questions. And, you know, people, when I'm like, Oh, do you journal? Like, do you write stuff down? I don't know what to write. Like, here you go. If you don't know what to write here, here's a great, like this for anybody. Um, these are great journal prompts. Yeah. I even think the last one, what actions can I take to feel the way I want to feel? I think whenever you're struggling with anything, that's what you should say to yourself. Agreed. Because that can bring up things and, you know, help you release what you're feeling and what's stopping you. Yeah. Yeah. This has been so so informative. Exactly. So I can't wait to see you on stage. (laughs) And when you get up there, you should say, I am Kate, the expert. Make sure you say that I will when you're on stage, because that is going to be your validation. I I should give a Ted talk. Yes. Maybe that's what you need to do to get, because somebody who was it? Mel Robbins. She gave a Ted talk. And two years later, people started like, Oh, we saw your Ted talk just now. You did that two years ago. We want to book you. She yes. started getting bookings from a TED talk. And I, I did, I was reading something or listen, it was, it was a podcast I was listening to and they were talking about Mel Robbins and she was invited to talk somewhere. And um, I think most of it, most of the speakers were men and she like asked for X amount of dollars. And when she started talking to them and realized they were getting paid four to five times what they paid her. Um, she's like, I need to start asking for more money, which, yeah. And I, I just thought that was interesting, but that was a limited belief that she had that, you know, she was only worth X. Um, but then when she realized that other people, it's not that they're worth any more than she is. Um, yeah. Can I tell you something? In one of our conversation, it was me who told you that. Oh, there you go. (laughs) All right. Were we podcasting? Because I no, did we were. podcast. Yeah, we, it was in the middle of our podcast. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was, <laughs> I was like, I've heard this story before. Maybe you're told you're an expert on that story about Mel <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> But she's been coming up everywhere. She yeah, is, I think I follow uh, her on, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so she's, uh, she's really inspiring and she tells it like it is. She yeah. doesn't care about judgment, doesn't care about comparison. She's working through. So going back awesome. to your reading. There you go. Let's do more exactly. of that. I need to do that. Exactly. Yeah. So All this is right, so lovely. This yes. is so great. So in the show notes below, I will put these questions down 
so people can help with the journal prompt and also subscribe tell your friends listen and give us feedback what do you think yeah, about it we'd love right? to hear from you we'd love to feedback it's always a pleasure kate you too i love right. these days me All too right. bye everybody bye